Hey, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. The next 10 minutes are inspired by a good conversation about a union. I hope you enjoy it. Welcome to The Engine. I had a dear friend of mine, Leslie Smith, on the podcast some time ago. She's an MMA fighter, super intelligent woman, and is studying is studying to be, I think, essentially a union representative um, to to advocate for collective bargaining and really educate people on the merits of having. She's a massive advocate for a fighters union, and it's very it's a very tricky thing because unions have worked very hard to get bad reps, but at the at the end of the day, unions have brought us really great things. And unions are like, unions are kind of like people. There are some good ones. There are some bad ones. They are rarely all bad, but they're certainly not always good. Okay, I mean that there's just no saints as people. Must talk about you know Mother Teresa or something. So the point is, it's very difficult to to get people to understand that unions are complex and there are values there. There's a value to having a union as part of the organization. And it's not to say there aren't uh, drawbacks, right? And it's not to say there aren't problems with unions. Again, they're, they're not all great, but there are also some really good aspects to them. And Leslie was saying that in, in the world of, of advocating for unions, there, there's kind of a line of thought where you can say, okay, look, if your business model has to have people working at like slave labor wages, that's a failed business model. And when we were having the conversation, I did not do that concept justice because I was kind of advocating for the complexity of the organization and how the the people in charge were making really odd decisions, which led to the failing of companies. I was saying that it wasn't just the union. We we're talking about GM. It wasn't just the union that killed GM, but also very poor decisions on on the board and managers of GM that that led to it as well. But the point that that Leslie made was very very profound. That essentially the the idea is: look, if you if you have to run a business where you can't pay people a wage where they can somewhat survive, you know, and I'm not talking about a gas station attendant. I mean, I have nothing against gas station attendants, but I think as far as low-skill labor, you can't find much much lower than that. I mean, you're literally just taking everybody. Everybody pumps gas. I mean, this is this is a very simple thing. Um, there. The idea that you should have somebody who can support, you know, like a two or three member family on a gas station attendance wage, I don't subscribe to that idea. But again, you have to acknowledge that at some level, there are practices that may yield good results for some people. Like if we could get people to work at GM for free, right, just make them slaves. And it's terrible even to say that, but just they get no money and they have to work there. Well, yeah, that would make a cheaper car. It might make GM more money. But if GM has to survive by having slavery, that's a failed business model, right? Like that's not a good business. You can't have a business running off of 100% free labor and it's all profit. And it's like, well, if we raise, you know, if we pay our, our employees anything, we can't run our company. That's that's just a failed business model. And Leslie and I had this conversation months ago, but I've been thinking about that a lot. Not as far as, as far as unions in the classic sense, and uh, you know, I'm not engaged with corporations, and there's obviously a teachers' union, and that's that's something that people have been talking about. But 
I've been thinking more about unions as they relate to me. And that may sound odd considering I'm a one-man show and I'm not part of a union and I don't plan on being part of a union and there's nothing there. But I was working, excuse me, I am working on this very large project that I'm very excited about. It's been months that I've been grinding through on this thing, just chipping away one day at a time. And I'm getting there. I'm getting there slowly. And I came to my classroom this morning to the studio and was working on it. And and really was like, oh, my wife very kindly said, hey, look, you stop every morning in the middle of your work to come pick up the boys. Because usually what I do is I wake up, I leave immediately, grab a coffee, and I start working. And then I come back around 7.50 to take the boys to school because I like seeing them in the morning and hanging out a little bit. So I take them to school and then I go back to work. And she said, look, I know you're grinding really hard on this. So if you need to not take the boys, I can take the boys. Now, that's really kind, but she has a lot going on in her life as well, right? So if she takes all the boys to school, she's got to get, you know, it's not just that she gets them ready. She's got to get herself ready. She's got to take care of our little guy, Hudson, do all of these other things. It's it's a big deal, okay? It's, it's, a, it's a substantially greater output for her in the morning. And I was like, okay, yeah, maybe... Or like, yeah, I don't know, we'll work it out. I was moving really fast, so I didn't really consider it. But I started thinking about the conversation and the idea that Leslie was bringing forward, which is some practices may yield better results, but they're ultimately failed practices. And I was thinking about that with regard to to my project that I'm working on, because after my wife said that, I was rushing to get stuff done and I really wanted to get get a workout in, but I really wanted to get this material done as well. And I started realizing all of the things I could cut out to expedite the work. Okay, I could cut out dropping my kids off at school. I wouldn't see them in the morning, but, you know, no big deal, I was thinking. You know, I'll see them at lunch. I'll see them later in the day. And then I was thinking, you know, I could probably just ditch working out, you know, a couple days a week and get this going. And... I've just started working out again and I'm really enjoying it. I was like, ah, I'd probably be fine with three days a week instead of five days a week. And ultimately I started painting this picture of myself where I picked up these efficiencies in my life. I picked up these benefits of, of cutting out these little things. But when I looked at the overall picture of what that would produce, it was terrible, right? It was not a sustainable business model. I love my kids and I love seeing them. I love singing karaoke with them on the way to school. You know, I love joking around with them and they're not always great. Sometimes they're little pains in the butt, but the majority of time it's like, it's that, that little, little piece of time that we get together that I really, really enjoy, which is wonderful. And working out, man, if If my life comes to the point where I'm so stressed and I'm pushing so hard that I can't carve out a one-hour workout for myself on a daily basis consistently, what kind of business model is that? That's a failed business model, right? And I started realizing that even though when Leslie and I were talking about GM on this large scale, I mean massive, massive company, right? It's so tempting to make ourselves slaves to ourselves, right? There's the the Matt that really loves seeing his kids in the morning and driving them to school. There's a Matt that loves going to work out and, and I benefit immensely from that. There's a Matt that likes this. There's a Matt that likes that. 
And the mat that is working on this project was considering making the other mats a slave. He's like, look, we're going to neglect all of you. None of you matter as much as me. Right? And we all know what happens in that situation. The people that were being neglected, the people that weren't being cared for, the versions of Matt that were just getting hosed, they would eventually revolt. They would eventually revolt. I would eventually get so fed up with this project. It wouldn't be sustainable. I wouldn't be able to finish it. I'd just throw it all away. I'd be like, forget it. I can't do this anymore. Well, yeah. Because you treated yourself poorly, man. Because you treated yourself like a slave. You have to learn. And again, this is a conversation I was having myself. It was like, you got to learn to find the most sustainable, productive business practice. But that means paying yourself a living wage, so to speak. It means making sure that you take care of your physical health. That aspect of you is taken care of. And maybe he doesn't get as much workout as he wants, but he gets a workout. He gets something. And the you that wants to see your kids in the morning, you're not sitting there having pancakes with them and screwing around and having a good time. But you are taking them to school and singing and having a good time. So he gets a little something. And the mat that needs to get this project done that will also benefit all the other mats, that guy gets some of it done. That guy gets it done. But in finding that balance... If you consider the different needs that you have, if you consider the different versions of yourself that all have different requirements and, and wants and, and, again, needs, if you treat those individuals like people, right, if you treat those individuals like a unionized group where everybody has to get something, you're much more likely to find a balanced approach that will be sustainable, I know that seems like a stretch to go from talking about GM to talking about my morning scheduling, but man, unionizing myself, it saved me. It saved me this morning. I was, I was going to, as I have in the past, cut out the things that I absolutely need, and I know where that ends. It ends in a project that drags on for five times as long or a project that never even gets done. Don't. Make yourself a slave to a different version of yourself. Make sure all of the use, all of the versions, all of the needs get met even just a little bit. And you'll be far better off in the long run. I'm Matt Todd, and this is the engine that drives me. Go out and crush it.